voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call letter and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 610 for, what is today, December the 16th, 2021. W-I-O-D in Florida, With the WGIR in Manchester, New Hampshire. Yeah. Big ways in Charlotte used to be there. Yeah. That's right. Be be ready for the special next week. We're not doing a regularly formatted um, All Things Radio. However, we will be here for a Christmas party, and we're going to discuss radios and Christmas and your first radio and all that good stuff. So we're going to have fun. The things that you remember hearing on the radio, maybe things that aren't played that much anymore, specials that maybe used to be on or, uh, you know, selections you, you might hear and, you know, maybe, uh, you know, just bring back a lot of memories, old time radio, Christmas things and just, just whatever you heard radio when you were a kid. Wow. Radios you got for Christmas. Yeah, eh? right. So it's going to be fun next week. So then after that, we'll have a week off. We'll be celebrating, or Jeff will be eating more hot dogs, and what was that other thing? He <laughs> I think it was a cinnamon, was a cinnamon, cinnamon, co- cinnamon coffee cake. I, yeah. In case you wanted to hear that, Sharon, I know you'll check out the <laughs> podcast on the way. Hey, I trouble. love cinnamon coffee cake. It's very good. I, I, I like it too. Cinnamon coffee cake. Oh, yeah. Just awesome. Just awesome. But that's Jeff's for you. But one thing he does know is radio. And he's going to tell you what's going to happen tonight, even if he doesn't eat correctly. That's Sharon. correct, even if I don't eat correct correctly. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective and follow it up by your calls and feedback. Then that will be followed up by Jennifer Sparks' call and format changes. And Bill Sparks has a feature on, well, the day that Lennon passed away on December 8th, 1980. In my classic air check section, or segment, I should say, we're going to be traveling to New York City. And we're going to hear WWRL counting down the top 100 hits, or they're in the middle of that countdown, from December 30th, 1972. And finally, in my featured station segment, and I was surprised to hear this. I just, I choose them. I kind of look at each radio market and say, well, have we done this one or not? We haven't done this one before. It's KOOL-FM in Phoenix, Arizona from 94.5 of the dial. And they're in all these formatted stations, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And they have, they are voice tracked. It's pretty obvious that they're voice tracked. But I was surprised at just how much personality the radio announcer put into voice tracking that radio station and, and that format. So all in all, we have a very busy show this week. And we'll have to challenge you, Tim. I know you're listening on on all the songs that come up on this WWRL challenge for this for the year of 1972. We'll have to see how many you have in your library. So all in all, that's what's going on today in all things radio. Six one zero. Over to you, Bill. There you go. Six one zero. Well, yesterday he came because of the coffee club. 
Tim came up with that song that Jeff suggested, The Middle of the House. Was that the one? That was, that was Count Runs to the Middle of the House? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, which one, Rusty Draper or Vaughn Monroe? No, it, was not, it wasn't Vaughn Monroe, I don't think. <laughs> I don't remember Rusty Draper. Draper. That's, that's the, the better one is Rusty Draper, I think. That's the one we had. Well, either one of them could stand an upwards mobility, and neither one of those songs were <laughs> that great. Ah, hey. Hey, they're all right. I, my kids like that song, you know, because we used to play them the old 45s. My kids like that song. Did they? Yeah, yeah, it's all right, I guess. But it fits what it was. So let's hope we hold this ship together tonight. We've, crossing our fingers, we've had a little, uh, a few, I've probably went several months without any issues and. We've had them all week this week, so we hope we're good. And they used to happen at 628. Now they didn't happen at 628. No, all kinds of times. They just happen whenever they do. Forget about 628. If if Murphy's Law prevails, we'll have to blame it on Murphy. Don't worry about it, guys. Oh, Murphy is definitely in the house. Uh, Definitely in the house. Well, I guess it's time for, before I shut up and jinx us here. So let's go ahead and play um, the Jeff's award-winning news. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio. And here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. ESPN is getting out of the radio ownership business. Odyssey expands its sports gambling business to two more radio markets. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and conclude our look at the Nielsen November personal people meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of business and sports makes big news. It all started this past week when ESPN announced that they were going to be selling their 3 a.m. radio stations in New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. In New York, ESPN is selling radio station WEPN AM. They transferred on a frequency of 1050. In Chicago, they're selling radio station WMVP AM. They transmit on a frequency of 1000. And in Los Angeles, they're selling radio station KSPN AM. They transmit on a frequency of 710. All of these radio stations are being sold to Good Karma, which owns radio stations in Wisconsin, Cleveland, Ohio, and West Palm Beach, Florida. ESPN also has a local market agreement to run radio station WEPN FM, which is owned and operated by MS Broadcasting. And that local marketing agreement continues till August 31st of 2022. Sale prices for the three radio stations involved have not been disclosed at this time. However, when more news occurs, we'll let you know more about it in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. The sports gambling business is continuing to grow, and Odyssey is making no bones about how it's going to be expanding that sports gambling business into more radio markets. They've expanded into two more radio markets, Rochester, New York, and Memphis, Tennessee. In Rochester, New York, they've dropped ESPN on radio station WROC AM. They transmit on a frequency of 950 with a translator on 95.7. The station is now calling them themselves the fan with programming from CBS Sports, the BetQL Network, and some local programming as well. In Memphis, Tennessee, radio station WMPS AM, transmitting on a frequency of 790, has also dropped the ESPN programming in favor of programming from CBS Sports and the BetQL Radio Network. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Now that radio station WXPKFM in New York City has been broadcasting commercial free with their classic hip-hop format, they're beginning to staff up. They've hired Skip Dillard as their new program director. Skip Dillard comes to this radio station after working for Media Co. in New York City. Media Co. owns radio stations WQHT-FM and radio station WBLS-FM. WQHT programs a hip-hop format and radio station WBLS-FM programs an urban adult contemporary format. In other news, Holy Family is expanding into Massachusetts with the purchase of two radio stations. They're WNEB-AM in Worcester, Massachusetts and WESO-AM in Southbridge, Massachusetts. Both radio stations program a Catholic format and they're currently owned and operated by Emanuel Communications. Holy Family also programs a Catholic 
format, and this will expand the programming into the Bay State. Look out, a big buck drops into Lima, Ohio at radio station WZRX-FM. The station is owned and operated by iHeartMedia, and they've dropped their rock format in favor of a 60s-70s oldies format. The station is using the national voice track talent of iHeartMedia to execute this format. You know that podcasting is very big business, and iHeartMedia is also doing it as well. The podcast unit of iHeartMedia has voted to unionize, and they voted to join the Writers Guild of America. No comment from iHeartMedia at this time. Premier Radio, the syndicated arm for iHeartMedia, is also making news. Cody Allen, host of the CMT After Midnight Show, will be departing on New Year's Eve. Cody Allen has been hosting this show since 2014. The previous host of CMT After Midnight was Blair Garner, who hosted the show between 1993 and 2013. Cody Smith's replacement for country music After Midnight will be Granger Smith, who is also a country recording artist. Congratulations go out to Granita Sakar, who will be the new morning host at radio station WCCO AM in Minneapolis, Minnesota, starting January 3rd. She comes to this radio station after 17 years working at radio station KSTP Television, also in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Let's move our microphones to Tampa, Florida, where radio station WFLA is making some changes. Jack Harris has been at radio station WFLA on and off since 1993, and he's been hosting mornings at the radio station since 1993. While Jack Harris has decided to cut back his hours, he'll work mornings from 5 a.m. till 7 a.m., and Ryan Gorman, who hosted evenings from 6 p.m. till 9 p.m., will handle mornings from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. iHeartMedia has decided to drop podcasting as a full-time format on yet another radio station. You know, about a month ago, they did the same thing in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and the full-time podcasting format has also been dropped in Allentown, Pennsylvania at radio station WSAN AM. The station is now programming Christmas music, and when the format changes, we'll let you know what the new format is in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Let's move our microphones back to Albuquerque, New Mexico, where Cumulus has made changes to the variety it's formatted radio station KDRF-FM. The station is now being imaged by Greg Betterell. Yes, it's 24-hour Greg Betterell all day and all night long. Not only does he do the voiceover work for this radio station, but he does drop-ins making you think that he's really there at the radio station with a live show. Greg Betterell is also the imaging voice for Jack FM on radio stations in Canada. Now let's conclude our look at the Nielsen November Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., things are status quo with the number one, two, and three rank radio stations. The number one rank radio station of Washington, D.C. is WAMU-FM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is WHUR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Washington, D.C. is WTOP-FM with its all-news operation. In Boston, Massachusetts, the sports hub WBZ-FM is number one, and they really are number one with an 8.7 share of the audience. The number two rank radio station is WBZ-AM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WROR-FM with a classic its format. In Miami, Florida, the number one rank radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Miami, Florida is WLYF-FM, also programming an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one rank radio station is KIRO-FM with a news talk format. The number two rank radio station is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Seattle, Washington is K. WOWFM with a news talk format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one rank radio station is WOMCFM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is WNICFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WCSXFM with a classic rock format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one rank radio station is KESZFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KSLXFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Phoenix, Arizona, is KFYI AM with a news talk.
talk format. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, the number one ranked radio station is KNOWFM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Minneapolis, Minnesota is KQQL-FM with a classic hits format. Now let's move to San Diego, California, where the number one ranked radio station is KXSN-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is XHRM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Diego, California is KSON-FM with the country format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one ranked radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WXGL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, also programming classic hits, is WRBQ-FM. In Denver, Colorado, the number one ranked radio station is KYGO-FM programming a country format. The number two ranked radio station is KXKL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Denver, Colorado is KIMN-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one ranked radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WPOC-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WLIF-FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KLJY-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KPNT-FM with an alternative rock format. According to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was BioNTech Pfizer, followed by Indeed, the employment recruiting firm, State Farm Insurance, followed by eBay and McDonald's. Finally, we have to congratulate Jessica Rosenwurstel, who's the new head of the FCC. What will this mean to radio? We really don't know, but Jessica Rosenwurstel has focused her energies on expanding broadband service and consumer-focused initiatives. We'll let you know more about her in future All Things Radio live broadcasts. Finally, I'd like to wish the All Things Radio listening audience a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll be taking the next two weeks off, and I hope you enjoy the holidays as much as we will. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. This is an ailing John Wesley Smith from Hallsville, Missouri, and I enjoyed this week's program of All Things Radio. I was surprised that on the WHK air check that uh, the newsman read a commercial in the middle of the newscast. I kind of thought it was uh, verboten for the news people to read commercials. Now, these days it happens because, you know, nobody seems to care anymore, but I thought it used to be an issue of uh, credibility and you know, authority and I don't know, whatever else, but I, I thought it was taboo for news people to do commercials, but anyway, that was uh, that was kind of an interesting thing there. Interesting air check and also um, interesting hearing the absolute 80s format as well. That was pretty cool. Nice and tight. Alright, that's it. Thanks. Take care. Listener comments are always welcome, so give us a call on that feedback line 800-693-0595 That's 800-693-0595 and hit option 2 for the podcast team. Well, there we're back, and thank you very much, Jeff. No, yeah, problem. I agree with him. I thought about that. We had so much to talk about about that air check a couple of weeks ago, but I, I agree with our friend in Missouri there, and I was surprised to hear that too. You, didn't, I don't yeah, you never yeah, heard that. Back when then. I listen to WMCA and I have some air checks for them from the 1960s, the radio, the newsman, or the radio announcer did commercials um, um, uh, for Bowery Savings Bank, for example. It was if the news was brought to you by Bowery Savings Bank, the newsman would read the tag at the end of the commercial, yeah. telling you where they're mm-hmm. located and you know that they're again part of the FDIC. So, yeah, it was 
was a it was considered for, forbidden, but I think it was more for television than radio because Captain Kangaroo, and I'm going back to the 50, 60s and the 50s, would do commercials for cereal and do commercials oh, yeah. for toys, and that was changed very quickly back in well in the in the, in the mid to late 60s, uh, more the late 60s when they changed. Yeah, yeah a lot of the uh, ad, you know it, what was it the children's television thing started in here in Newton, Massachusetts. There was a lot of that um, you know complaint about that kind of thing, and, uh, and then of course they they were very happy with the you know uh, public television because of course they had no commercials, but there was a lot of that stuff. You know, the well, and it all began television. in 1969 with Sesame Street. So uh, yep. right. So that's that. That's the whole thing. But but I mean, but Al is right. I mean, uh, and and as a matter of fact, he has his uh, he has his hand raised. So Al, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay, I had to disagree with uh, Mr. Smith's uh, message there. Because uh, huh? in those days, I remember uh, all the newsmen uh, read commercials. Uh, if it's uh, a drugstore like Refco, you know, he would read the news commercial every every hour when it was sponsored. I think the difference, Al, is that these commercials, the guy read it like a whole 30-second commercial, usually was a tag, you know, the, uh, located in the... Yeah, you if, know, you, if you just do a tag town. commercial, that's totally different than the yeah. entire commercial. Right. You know, like, you see, this uh, is brought to you by whatever with six convenient locations. That's not really a commercial. No. Right. And and another thing, uh, Jeff, what was that uh, station in Ohio you mentioned uh, that turned into oldies? I didn't catch the town. Um... Oh, Lima. Lima, yeah, Ohio. Ohio. That's, that's in Lima, like Ohio. WZRX FM. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said Lima, Ohio. He did. He did. I did. Yeah, yeah. That is, that is hey, in Peru. This is, this is a guy from the Bronx, New York. What do I know about but Ohio, then, Al? But then Peru is in Indiana, too, isn't it, Bernie? So, yeah, you know, Peru is yeah. Lima, Ohio is Lima. Because yeah, yeah. I know Happy Ruth, uh, those who remember Happy Ruth, she yeah. grew up in the Lima, Ohio. Okay. Yeah, well, well, that's, and, that, and I should, I should know that? that because they're Lima beans, but they're not Lima beans. I should that, know that's, that. That's the question. Yeah. yeah, do Lima beans come from Lima, Ohio? And they very well may. And yeah. third of all, before I go, some pretty bad news about the NFL. They're thinking of uh, postponing the the uh, uh, week this week. The, I mean, there's rumors going around about the NFL. Uh, I have not heard that. No. I've not actually heard that no. yet. So I haven't heard anything. Actually, I heard uh, the opposite about the Browns game, that they, they think they're going to be in pretty good shape. So uh, they're the one oh, yeah, that's I, I had sports. I had some sports talk on right before, and I had not heard they wouldn't cancel the whole week out because what they've got is they've got a procedure where they would, if a certain game can't be played, there might be a forfeit. There's an issue yeah, with yeah. that. But they would never cancel the whole week. That's not happening. No. Okay, you, you no. guys have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Uh, okay, Al. Talk to you next Al, year. Al, thank Probably you very much. Always, you, yeah. always, a, always a pleasure hearing from you, and we'll oh. see you in two more weeks. And real, thank you. And real, quick, real quickly, I know, Al, last week, and thank you for, I mean, yeah, while you're still listening, I'm sure, even though you're hanging up, but uh, you, I will tell you, yes, I like the absolute radio, the absolute 80s. I knew most of the songs on there. I thought it was a very good format. So that was that was very well done. So there. Hey, someone actually wanted my opinion on something, and I wasn't here to give it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't happen every day, but there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Al. No. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I I like that station too, but uh, but yeah, I've always, I've, been, I've been listening to British radio on the internet since I got my first computer. So and that was when it was oh, yeah. real, in the old days when it was real yeah. audio. So yeah, yeah that one predates me a little bit. But. One thing I noticed on the news here, like I said, with them selling ESPN selling the uh, you know their stations off, and we've talked about how ESPN radio has gotten really bad. I'm this is just my prediction. As a sports radio listener, I'm wondering if they're going to do away with the 24-hour sports radio with ESPN radio and maybe do, do like 
sports centers. They'll continue doing games, maybe some weekend stuff. And then they have a few shows that they could syndicate, like Mike Greenberg, uh, Paul Feinbaum goes to all the SEC areas, maybe their morning show. A yeah, few. So they go back to but, what they did in the 90s. That's what they used to do. You know, they didn't yeah, have Yeah, just a, syndicate shows because they're selling off. The, <laughs> I mean, I guess they've already sold Dallas, the 1033. No, they haven't no. sold No, they haven't yet. sold the Dallas one yet. The Dallas oh, one is still oh, owned have, by them. That's, that's a, the only there was a rumor. There was a rumor that Urban One was going to buy them and go uh, Urban Gospel, but that has not happened. So who knows what? I, I, I think the problem with ESPN is I. But when they first came out, they weren't even twenty four hours a day. They were only on in the. They were only on from four until midnight or something like that. They were not on, on, on all day long. They yeah. They, they were only on weekends, weekends for like, like a year. You know, a year well, or two from ninety three to like ninety five, ninety six to, and then then they went overnight on weeknights. They went came on in the afternoons and you know evening and overnight. And then they went all weekend, and then I think it was January of ninety eight. They went twenty four seven. Well, I and think we're gonna. Yeah, but, I think we have too many sports networks, and uh, you know, like anything else, it, it's the survival of the fittest. So you got you got, you got Fox, you got CBS. Radio stations have to do some form. Yeah, I mean, you so. got Fox, you got CBS, you got Sports Map Radio, and you got ESPN, yeah, the BetQL, and the BetQL. That's, that's you know, it, Part it's, of CBS, just, it's, but, it's a matter of but, supply and demand, and, and a matter of, of how and, many listeners you can carve up. And ESPN, if you think about it, they they pulled Radio Disney. And I heard this, they were talking about this on that podcast that your friend Sid from the Bronx recommended, the Sports Media Podcast. They actually talked about this on this week's episode, and they said ESPN is focusing on their digital and radio for Disney in general is the last thing. That's why they don't own any, you know, they got rid of all the ABC radio stations to Citadel and then Cumulus, and then they sold all the radio Disney stations and pulled that, and then now they're selling the ESPN. So radio, you know, they're worried about ESPN Plus and their digital their digital brand. Well, part of the anything. problem with ESPN is that their television network pays for heavy fees for the rights to broadcast a lot of sports, and that's another issue. They yeah. still own, and they haven't sold the AM station they have in Los Angeles or, or uh, Pasadena, what used to be KRL on 1110, I believe it is. It was KRDZ. They still have it. Yeah, yeah they have that one. They're, and they're yeah. right now, they've been, yeah, they've been simulcasting with 710, so I don't know what they're going to do now when 710 goes to get karma, if they'll still keep, just keep Simulcasting until they sell it, or I put the switch on it, as I say. Yeah, I couldn't say. I couldn't say, but it's going to be interesting to say the least. We know that ESPN is still going to be on in New York, even even if. Uh, even at once the MS's market agreement ends in uh, August 2022, August 31st, I believe it is. Yeah, I, I think believe that, that might that, be 2024, Jeff. Well, uh, it said 2022, but it could be 2024, but I believe it's going to get sold anyway. So at some point, I think they're going to sell it. I could see good karma yeah. buying the 987 also. They probably would. Yeah, it would make sense would. Yeah. to do that. Well, you know, and they do, you and know, they do have some thing... local, and they do have some local programming on 98.7. It's not all, all syndicated, yeah, so... Uh, Perry, go ahead. You know, we were talk- Chris and I were talking last Friday and on another radio subject, but um, obviously our thoughts go out to all the people affected by those tornadoes in the South last week. But uh, we were talking last Friday, Chris and I were, and I think, Chris, we agree, KMOX. Um, we talk about how bad things are in radio in a lot of ways. Yeah, they did a very good job of covering the, the storms. Right well, they hooked the up with the TV. Area. It was interesting because they mentioned a lot of channels. They were talking about their Fox studios, and because I guess that's what where KMOX is. But apparently, some other TV channels were hooked up with them, Eleven and some others. Yeah, and I happened to come across at around nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock their time, and it was town by town. They went through and where the tornadoes were and what highways they were crossing, and it was really interesting to listen to. And that's right about. 
when it was at the worst in their town. So I mean, we you caught the you caught it right when it the was brunt of it, really yeah. Good. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought they did a really good job. And we do have a, a bit of radio news because we won't be able to talk about it. And I will bring it up in two weeks anyway. But let's start with the big news that uh, Kane and Corey, who worked at uh, mornings at ninety two point three WNYL in New York City, which is the uh, alternative rock, are gone. Uh, they were uh, summarily fired. Um, well, they mentioned that they that they don't believe in the vaccine, so they weren't vaccinated. I'm not sure that that's what caused it. Their ratings certainly weren't good, and they were complaining about a lot of things at the radio station. The now there are a lot of rumors going around, so I'm not going to say it's going to happen. But if since uh, Odyssey is trying to put some of their all news operations on the AM band over the FMS band as well, the big news and the big rumor is, and uh, they brought it up themselves on that when they were being fired, they put a podcast out there, which I got to hear, but I could play it here. It's 27 minutes long, and there's a lace with four letter words. Didn't have the chance to edit it. Is that WINS AM on 1010 will do their programming on FM as well? This will help that station because they don't get into the northern part of New York State. They don't have the good coverage at night because of CFRB in Canada. So this will probably this would help them. And uh, whereas WCBS, as you know, has a killer signal yeah. throughout throughout the East Coast. I mean, you can get them in Florida, for example. So that's the other thing. Which and the and the other thing is WWWWJ, right? WJRAM in Detroit, Michigan has uh, revamped their schedule for, and they're going to be doing live local talk all day long from five in the morning at least till seven o'clock at night. That's pretty good. You don't you don't always. That's good. You don't hear it from them. No, that, that's the other big news. And the other news in New York in New York State or New York City or that area is going to be uh, Cumulus has WFAS AM, which is licensed to White Plains, New York. That's in Westchester County. But they also had WNBN FM, which used to be WFAS FM on 103.9. They are going to be dropping the talk on January 3rd. I'm dropping the music on January 3rd, their urban contemporary format, and simulcasting WFAS AM, which is all digital. Um, not that it'll help them that much. It's going to be all syndicated from Westwood One, and, I, and, the, and, and they're going to be doing sports programming as well. So I'll talk more yeah. about this when we get back in two, in what two I, weeks. In two what weeks. I understand about them is they have you know serious signal issues in certain parts of the New York oh, metro. Well, so. yeah, they, 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 the FM doesn't uh, do well in New York at all, in New York metro yeah, at all. But. that's what I had read. Actually, so, it'll be three weeks by the time we get back. Yeah, I was going to say. Three weeks. Three yeah. weeks. Well, yeah, it'll, 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 because we're off next week and the week after. That's right. Bill, how about yeah. if we get to Jennifer's caller real and quick, format change? Hold on. Real, real quick, Jeff, would you, you said you can't play it. Would you want to mention the name of that podcast in case people wanted to go listen to um, it? I don't know that it's on a podcast, but check Spotify and uh, check Apple iTunes. Uh, the the name of the radio announcers are Corey and Kane. Corey and Kane. Corey and Kane. Corey and Kane. Okay. Oh, Kane and Corey. I'm sorry. Kane and Corey. Excuse me. Kane and Corey. Yeah. All right. Here comes Jennifer. K-N-O-U-F-M 97.1, Los Angeles, California, changes format from C-H-R to News and changes slogan from 97.1 now to K-N-X 1070 News Radio, W-O-E-N-A-M 1360, Olean, New York, changes format from Hot AC to Classic Rock and changes slogan from Mix 101.5 to 
the GOAT 96.3, 98.3 FM, WQRK FM 105.5, Bedford, Indiana, changes the slogan from super oldies to classic hits of Southern Indiana. WQRS FM 98.3, Salamanca, New York, changes the slogan from 98 Rocks to the GOAT 96.3, 98.3 FM. KTIA FM 99.3, Huxley, Iowa, changes calls to KVDI FM. KRUN AM 1400, Bollinger, Texas, changes slogan from Where Country Begins to KRUN AM 1400, WDSE FM 103.3, Duluth, Minnesota, changes slogan from KUMD 103.3 FM to the North 103.3, WLJD FM 107.9, Charlevoix, Michigan, changes slogan from We're Lifting Jesus' Name to WLJN 89.9 FM and 107.9 FM. WLJN FM 89.9 Traverse City, Michigan changes slogan from We're Lifting Jesus' Name to WLJN 89.9 FM and 107.9 FM. KVIT FM 90.7 Apache Junction, Arizona changes calls to KRDP FM. KPNG FM 88.7 Chandler, Arizona changes calls to KVIT FM. KMBR FM 95.5 Butte, Montana changes slogan from Montana's Best Rock to 95.5 KMBR WHHR FM 92.1 Vienna, Georgia changes slogan from Freedom Radio FM to Radio by Grace. WJEP FM 91.1 Cassetta, Georgia changes slogan from Freedom Radio FM to Radio by Grace. WKIH FM 90.3 Vidalia, Georgia changes slogan from Freedom Radio to Radio by Grace. WLOG FM 89.1 Markleysburg, Pennsylvania changes slogan from Freedom Radio FM to Radio by Grace. WROC AM 950 Rochester, New York changes slogan from ESPN Rochester 950 95.7 FM to 95.7 The Fan. WZXX FM 88.5 Lawrenceburg, Tennessee changes slogan from Freedom Radio FM to Radio by Grace. KWRI FM 89.1 Bartlesville, Oklahoma changes calls to KKLB FM. KKLB FM 91.3 Ruidoso, New Mexico changes calls to KWRI FM. WQKI FM 102.3 
102.9 Winesburg, South Carolina. Changes frequency to 95.7. WIMSAM 1420, Michigan City, Indiana. Changes slogan from the talk of the South Shore 95.1 FM 1420 AM to WIMS 95.1 FM 1420 AM 106.7 FM WTJF AM 1390 Dyer, Tennessee changes slogan from Tennessee Patriot Network to TJ Network 94.1 FM 94.3 FM 1390 AM WYJJ FM 97.7 Trenton, Tennessee changes slogan from JJ 97.7 to Jammin' Jackson 97.7 WZRX FM 107.5 Fort Shawnee, Ohio changes format from rock to classic hits and changes slogan from 107.5 WZRX to 107.5 The Big Buck KDRM FM 99.3 Moses Lake, Washington changes slogan from Central Washington's radio leader to Mix 99.3 Those are your call letter and format changes for this week I would like to wish everyone a very happy holiday season and and we'll be back with you after the first of the year. I think Jennifer probably will join us next week for the All Things Radio the Christmas Party. party. Yeah. yeah, so Good. she'll the join us. Christmas yeah. on, has she ever been on live on All Things Radio before? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't remember. She and will I'm, begin and, in January in Florida. We've got her studio set up, so she definitely will be on there live at some point. And, yeah, but, and we've been doing it for thirteen, for almost thirteen years. It'll be thirteen years. Um, what did I say that day was? March sixteenth, March nineteenth, March nineteenth. Yeah. yeah, that makes March. sense. That's the Thursday. Yeah, right. Yep, March nineteenth is okay. when we started in two thousand and nine. Yep, two thousand and nine. Nine. It's hard to believe it's been that long because because I have uh, you know old uh, old radio shows that we've done and the stuff that I've saved all the stuff that I've done most of, or most of it. So it's amazing just how much we have done. Yeah, and some of it we so, don't uh, want to hear again. <laughs> go ahead. Bro. So will, go ahead. Will, people, will we be serving alcohol in there? Please? Yes, of course. Um, in 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 uh, my little corner of the world, uh, yeah. we will be because it's going to be okay, cool. obviously everybody's got everybody's getting uh, you know Christmas Eve off. Yeah. Those are the holidays. Christmas Eve oh. and New Year's oh, Eve yeah. days will be the holidays for workers. So, uh, so does that mean work we get a whole so we get a whole group of us that gets to try to uh, decipher Travis and Oregon's requests. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. right. I mean, yeah. that's some that. Southern Comfort, uh, some eggnog that has Southern Comfort flavored in my refrigerator. So you don't have uh-huh. your. Uh, here, what is it, gin and tonic you drink? Is they it? don't make gin and tonic eggnog, which I wouldn't want anyway. So no, but you don't <laughs> no, have to have eggnog. Gin and tonic eggnog. No, I Just like eggnog, and, and you know you can only get it this time of the year most of the time. There's only one supermarket in the Albany area. Of That's right up there with sweet potatoes. Yuck. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of sweet uh, yes, potatoes, but I'm, I like no. eggnog though. Boo on sweet potatoes. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> 
No. This is the kind of scintillating talk you will hear next week on our Christmas card. <laughs> Wait till we hear some radio station go call sweet potato recipes. That yeah, can't happen on these That's failing right. sports stations. They can right. Uh, yeah. You know, I sweet potato music, too, uh, Gary. You know, the, the, the little uh, instruments that they play, and they all, that used to play, uh, what, the Who's Your Hot Shot? They always played the sweet potato. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They do that, too. Sure. Well, we're going to do this John Lennon thing. You know, I was looking at the some of the choices I had this morning, and one of them was Larry King actually interviewing, I don't know if the guy got out or how he got out so quick, but Larry King was interviewing the John Lennon's murder. I mean, he was admitting it and talking about what he did, obviously. He's something. still in jail. He's still in jail. We may have interviewed yeah, him from jail. He did it from jail, I think. He got an interview with him in jail, I believe. And he, I mean, he was freely admitting it, and you know, I don't think I'd be doing that unless he was trying to sell something or whatever. Well, I, supp- I suppose, Bill, if his, if he had already, you know, been on trial and been convicted and everything, really, yeah. at that at that point, he had nothing to lose. Yeah. As right. he said, as he said, yeah. I, I listen, I listen to John Lennon's music, but I never listen to the words of the songs. And that's all he. That's what I heard him say once. So what can I say? Yeah, yeah. And he was trying to be so nice back. to the man. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. You can, I was going to say, you can go back about a year in the podcast on Sports Lines Live and actually hear the Howard Cosell news break. We played that on the December 9th, 2020 episode. You can go back and hear that. We did? Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's good to yeah, have we a historian yeah, yep, We it. did. But we're going to play this yeah, audio segment. I can't truly claim it as totally radio, but we'll pretend like it was, okay? All right. Because sometimes radio and TV cross over. John Lennon can't be dead. Four cops pulled John Lennon out and put him into the back of a police car, and his mouth he was bleeding from his mouth, and he, he, it was a terrible sight. On the morning of December 8, 1980, John Lennon did a photo shoot for Rolling Stone magazine with his wife, Yoko Ono. Later that afternoon, they departed their building where they were greeted by a fan who wanted their autograph. Lennon signed the copy of his most recent album, Double Fantasy. Then, John Lennon and his wife came here to the record plant to record Yoko Ono's single, Walking on Thin Ice. They spent most of the day and evening here. Just after 10 p.m., they got into a car and returned home. It would be the final time John Lennon would ever step foot inside a record studio. They stepped out of the limousine, and they went inside the gate there, and then all of a sudden they heard five, six shots, and that was it. When they returned back home later that night, the same fan that asked John Lennon for an autograph pulled out a gun and shot him in cold blood in the vestibule of his building. Mr. Chapman came up behind him and called to him, Mr. Lennon, as he arrived at that doorway. And then in a combat stance, he fired, he emptied the Charter Arms 38 caliber gun that he had with him and uh, shot John Lennon. Police responded to the scene right away, and when they saw the amount of blood coming from Lennon's body, they knew they could not wait for an ambulance. They took him and put him in the back of a cop car and went directly to the hospital. They also arrested the shooter, Mark David Chapman, on the scene. Well, it was about 10.30 in the evening, and we were parked, my partner and I uh, were parked at the corner of 72nd Street and Amsterdam Avenue, and we heard a, uh, a call come over the air of possible shots fired 
uh, near the Dakota. We saw a few people standing around, everybody kind of frozen. My partner got out, he ran to one side, and I came around from the other side, and some fellow was coming to me at the same time, and he said to me, uh, officer, be careful, somebody's shooting a gun in there, they're firing off shots. And uh, that's when I realized that we had the real thing happening. We didn't see we didn't see Lennon at that time. And I said to Jose, the doorman who I knew, I said, Jose, what's going on here? And, and he pointed in the direction of this fellow with the overcoat on. And he said, he just shot Lennon. So I said to my partner, Steve, I said, Steve, stay with this guy. Put him up against, you know, put him up against the wall. I went inside and I saw Lennon lying face down on the rug. And he was bleeding profusely. I'll let out to Steve. Steve, we got a real shooting here. Better cuff that guy. He actually uh, was fairly polite. I turned to him and I said, you know, you just threw your whole damn life away. Chapman started talking about a little person inside of him and a big person inside of him. Uh, the big person has been winning the battle up to now, but tonight the little person won the battle. John Lennon was brought to Roosevelt Hospital, which is Mount Sinai Hospital today. Hospital staff at the time were notified that they had a gunshot victim that needed immediate attention. According to doctors, John Lennon was shot four times in the chest, with three of the bullets exiting his back. The first thing I remember that was a little out of the ordinary is uh, they, were, they paged me overhead to the ER, which they usually don't do. Usually they would call your beeper, you'd respond, you know, answer the beeper, they give you the name or message, whatever. The other thing that was unusual, he did not show up by ambulance. He showed up by a police car. He was in the back of a cop car. He gets put on the stretcher, wheeled down the hall. He's wearing his uh, brown leather jacket with a little fur collar. Uh, he had blue jeans on, uh, track shoes, and a, um, and a red T-shirt with Oriental print on it. Opened his chest uh, and started giving uh, internal cardiac massage. Uh, the heart itself was intact, um, and the vessels above the heart were, were uh, what were injured, and, and we worked on them. We didn't know who he was, we just worked on them. And you get into a rhythm. Uh, you start pumping the heart, people are doing their thing, and someone starts going through these belongings. And it's at that point someone says, you know, his driver's license, and I remember seeing a gold American Express card that said John Lennon. And up before that, someone said, hey, that looks like John Lennon. And I said, no, that, that's not John Lennon. It, it was like Doubting Thomas. It, it couldn't possibly be John Lennon. And, and then they brought out his stuff, his ID. It is John Lennon. Uh, and that's when I had my uh, OMG moment. After 30 minutes of trying to save his life, doctors pronounced John Lennon dead. By that time, the ER director, Dr. Lynn, had been called once they found out who it was. John Lennon was brought to the emergency room at the Roosevelt site, St. Luke's Roosevelt Hospital, this evening, shortly before 11 p.m. I mean, it, it affected me. Not the fact that I held his heart in my hands or operating, but the, the fact that he died, I think, affected me more than anything else. For the next three days, I couldn't you know, listen to radio, watch TV, read a newspaper. It was all John Lennon and just reminding me of the, the few nights before. And there's a lot of uh, 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 hindsight, second-guessing, what if he wasn't so severely injured? Was there anything he could have done uh, more? Uh, I, I think everything was done correctly. Uh, he was, as I said, gravely injured. Um, but it's still, you still feel somewhat responsible. You still, it still uh, gnaws at you. You know where you are at certain moments in your life, uh, and, I, and I obviously I have not forgotten this one. 
Yoko Ono, who was inside the hospital, was given the sad news by doctors that her husband had passed away. She was then placed in the back of a cop car and given a police escort where she returned home to the Dakota. But at that point, word had gotten out that John Lennon had passed away and the building was mobbed with fans from all over. In 1985, Yoko Ono and then New York City Mayor Ed Koch dedicated part of Central Park to John Lennon's memory. Ono, who still lives in the Dakota, overlooks the area known as Strawberry Field, where she can see fans sing her husband's songs, lay flowers, and celebrate his memory. There's no telling just what music the world has been deprived of with him not being here. It would be nice to think what he, what he would have done at 75. The fact that I'm doing any talking about this is, is even more impressive. Is, uh, since what, what we did was, it really, it's a fly speck of history. Uh, we handled criminals every day. But I do think of uh, that night that uh, it was a night in history, and I was a part of it. John's spirit, in a way, is still alive in people's heart, you know, and... And uh, the statements he made, the music he made, you know, it's going around the world. So, in a way, it's like he's alive. All I can say is, wow. Oh, and yeah. uh, we got to give credit to the uh, narrator in that special, was Geraldo Rivera. Oh, yeah. That's who I thought that was. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, the. And when it happened, I was just got my job with New York State. I hadn't been made permanent. I was living at, I was living at all places, the YMCA in Albany, New York. And I happened to get uh, have a radio, a TV radio at the time. And Howard Cosell was uh, involved with Monday Night Football. Yep. You know, I was talking to Chris about this, and I remember them. I remember, and I could be wrong about it, but I remember him saying something. He was upset that the, that he had to interrupt the football game. And he was upset because of the news of John Lennon's death, because obviously he didn't. I don't yeah. think he felt that much. Felt he had very good feelings about John Lennon, and he was upset that it was uh, interfering with well, the precious football game. It was an unusual call for them to make because it was a, a, a. I guess it was cultural, and they figured, okay, it's a culture story. It's not a news story per se. You know, obviously, if it had been a, a political leader, they would have gone back to ABC News, and somebody there would have taken care of it. So it was an unusual decision for them to decide to do that the way they did it. You don't see that very often. And Howard, of course, had transcended many things, you know, Muhammad Ali and all the things he'd gotten involved with. So I think they just felt that he was like the cultural historian of that era. And that's why they had him just do it. But it was a, an unusual. You normally would not, you know, if something were to happen to somebody uh, normally, like I'm sure, for example, uh, I remember during playoff games uh, that Gabby Gifford shooting uh, occurred. And they obviously went to the news departments when, you know, and, and back to the game afterwards, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I, I remember also, I remember also cause I, like I said before, I was allowed to stay up and watch the game because I got an A in my spelling test. And I remember the whole, the whole thing of it because they're like, well, we got the news. And the dandy Don looked at him and goes, hey, Howard, you know, no, you're the newsman. You, 
you break, you know, and you tell you go ahead and tell him, and then so that he went in. Well, the idea risk. behind that was everybody was like, Howard thinks he's everything. So if Howard thinks he's everything, he can do this too. And whether well, he, if you yeah. heard the outtakes that I have of him from from various radio uh, when he was working at W uh, at the ABC network and stuff, he was a very big ego, not a nice guy. And no. I remember that he was involved right. at Syracuse University. I guess they were doing a, a college football game, and the fans booed him. They did not like him. Um, oh, and he was he, hated. He was not. He was not liked at that time. So, uh, what can you say? But there is only one Howard Coates Cosell, or as uh, I think, and there's only Lampo, one John Lennon. That's right. Yeah. Only one and John that, Lennon. That, and, and, and as what did they call him on the radio? It was someone who satirized Howard Cosell, and they called him Howard Coldspell. Yeah. Well, I actually heard that, that you talk about the sports people not knowing about something. There, there was going to be a, a special coming up. This was during the World Series in 75, where Simon and Garfunkel were going to get together and do something. He said, and Joe Garagiola actually said this, and I heard this. He said, oh, that's the biggest thing, thing since the Beatles got back together. Joe, that didn't happen. <laughs> the Beatles never got back but, together. I know. Joe made, didn't know. It made sense. It made sense having it during the Monday Night Football because everybody was watching Frank and Howard and Don that night. I mean, a majority of the country, that's yeah. what it was on. They were on. And I it was mean, an important game. The there game. was a, you know, the Patriots and Dolphins are fighting for playoff spot. So, uh, yeah. But it, it, was it was news. It, it really was. It was huge. Yeah, it was news. It was big yeah. news. Uh, you know. It was big. Yeah. You, 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 I, couldn't, I, you couldn't say anything, anything about it except that it, Everyone talked about it. WABC dropped all their programming in a sense. And even though they were playing sure. music and stuff, they played all Beatle music. And they talked about John Lennon. Well, the, next and, day, the next day oh. I was on WRK. I did afternoons and we did nothing. But we were specific. We played Beatles, but it had to be John Lennon. Right. Uh, and, and remember, Double Fantasy had just come out. And yeah. I think yeah. every song that he sang on there, didn't they all end up hitting number one, or at least one? Well, not the one whole album, but just starting over. No, no and... all four. No, the four that he sang, because there were some that Yoko sang that didn't, but the, no, the one, Watch well, the Reels, Woman. Yeah, woman, woman, woman was very popular, um, you know, uh, but, but not every song in the album. Starting over. I think, yeah, all the ones that he released, beautiful, sing, beautiful they released a single. And some of the songs did very well after he was dead. I mean, you know, some of them went on, were in 81, were on the charts then. Yeah. Talk yeah, about the I way these things aren't covered right. You know, you were talking, Bernie, about playing all the John Lennon stuff, and that's the right thing to do. But they, the other day, when Michael Nesmith died, the, uh, the you know, mentioning before the story and then after the story, they played uh, a Daydream Believer and I'm a Believer, which he didn't sing. Those were, uh, you know, Davy Jones. Not and, only did he, he did not sing them, nor did he write them. And, right. Uh, it, that's kind of a tough issue. I mean, with John Lennon, it's easy. You yeah. Know, it's easy to uh, find yeah. songs. Big hits that he sang and tons of songs he wrote. Mike Nesbitt was a great, I mean, he, he wrote some pretty good songs, but a lot of them weren't necessarily songs that everybody would know. He did not write all those monkey hits, monkey's hits. Play him a little tapioca tundra. That, that Michael, uh, Michael yeah, Nesbitt was, <laughs> his, his death was 50 years after his fame. More or like, less, yeah. Right, the mid sixties, the monkeys were on that. We're done. You know, and people know that. Yeah. So he wrote a lot of good stuff. And, you know, back then. And, and, like, and, and now he's the only. Lennon. He's the only. He's the only monkey that's alive. I mean, he's the only one that Mickey uh, Dolan. Mickey Dolan yeah. is the only one that's alive. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Mike's gone. Davy Jones is gone. And Peter Talk is gone. Is gone as right. well. So. All right, well, how about if we move on to our classic air check, guys, and we can yeah. hear radio that you – that. and I was telling Bill, and I was telling a friend my sister that you just didn't find a lot of uh, soul radio stations in the in the classic air check section, and I was able to get a hold of this from a friend of mine who went uh, to the in New York Institute for the Blind. He gave me this uh, – found this stuff for me, and uh, I have a whole bunch of stuff, so we, we can uh, sprinkle that through the next few years on all things oh. radio. 
Well, here we go. We're going to start it right now for the next 18 minutes. You love countdowns? Here you go. One of the things you don't hear very often these days is radio stations counting down the top hits of the year. But when I was growing up during the 1960s, at least one radio station would count down the top 100 hits of the year. This week, we're traveling to New York City, and we're going to hear radio station WWRL as they count the top 100 soul hits of 1972. The radio announcer you're going to hear is Jerry B. And when you listen to this radio station, I can truly tell you that this radio station really sounded just as good as any other radio station out there. So without further ado, wanted to sit back and enjoy WWRL as they count the top Top 100 hits of 1972 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Even now, it's one of the great hits of 1972. On the Top 100 Soul Music Survey, it ranks at number 41. The Brighter Side of Darkness with Love Jones. This is WWRL Radio, 1600 in New York. 1028 on the Bobby J Show on a Saturday morning with Jerry B on the Super 16. and soul is the way it's got to be between you and me, baby. So, Generation, lay it heavy on your mind with one of the all-time greats of 1972 at 1031 on the Bobby J Show. with review with Jerry B on the good foot for nobody but you with Joe Simon Baby, the power of love sugar, Everybody, it ranks the number 38 on the Big 100 Hits of 1972 on the Bobby J Show with Jerry B on a Saturday afternoon. 36 degrees, raining lightly in parts of Fun City as we get down with the nitty-gritty sound of the Jackson 5. Michael Jackson, I want to be where you are. with Jerry B on behalf of Bobby J on the soulful Saturday morning as we run down the top 100 hits of 1972. with the first of two in a row on the Bobby J Show with Jerry B at 10.50 on WWRL. Stone in love with you as we turn to the persuaders with peace in the valley of love. Bobby J show actually with Jerry B sit again for Bobby J. It's 10:55, 36 degrees, raining lightly in parts of Fun City as we groove to the nitty gritty sound of none other than Joe Simon. I've been down one time. WWRL, New York. Non-stop Super 16 Soul Music Machine as we count down the top 100 hits of 1972. This is number 33 from Brooklyn's Pride and Joy, Millie Jackson, with the action for your soul satisfaction. Ask me what you want. Come to me. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Millie Jackson, 
everybody ask me what you want. I'll love it on two on the big 100 hits of 1972 on the Bobby J Show with Jerry Thing. It'll be cloudy this afternoon and tonight. Occasional periods of rain. High this afternoon in the low 40s. Tonight's low around 30. Tomorrow, showers and milder weather expected with a high in the low 50s. Cooking. Lady Soul, Aretha Franklin. Daydreaming on the Super 16 Soul Music Machine at 11.07 on the Bobby J Show. Limited. 31 of the big 100 hits of 1972. Walking in the rain with the one you love. James Brown. First of two in a row on the Bobby J Show with Jerry B. It's number 30 this week on the big 100 soul hits of 1972. Talking loud and saying nothing. Music to music. James Brown, 29 on the big 100 hits. Eleven twenty on the Bobby J Show with Jerry B, giving you the big 100 hits of the year. Definitely a groove on the move back in the year 72. Detroit Emeralds. 26 on the Bobby J Show with Jerry B. And the news at this hour, the United States bombing of North Vietnam stops. Peace talks will resume. Details at 1140 on 2020 News. This is Curtis Mayfield. Freddy's dead. Play what you're saying 24 hours a day. WWRL 1600 in New York. And now use more music on the Jerry B Show. It's 11.29 on WWRL, New York, with Jerry B. for Bobby J. The Iceman, Jerry Butler, with Brenda Lee Eager and Peaches. 26 on the Big 100 Hits of 1972, Ain't Understanding Mellow. On your radio at 11.35, giving you the sound of Al Green. This makes the number 25 on the Big 100 Hit Survey of WWRL New York. You ought to be with me. Just love, Monica Brown. As you dig the sounds of the Jerry B. Show on the soulful Saturday afternoon in New York. The sea has its pearls. The heaven, its stars. And my heart has its love for you, baby. Now that you're here with me. Brother Al Green, everybody. Number 23 in the Super Soul Music Machine. The Big 100 hits of 1972.
31st at 12 noon on the Big 16 Soul Music Machine. WWRL, New York. Non-stop music. Otherwise, for New York at vicinity, it'll be cloudy this afternoon and tonight. Occasional periods of rain. This afternoon's high temperatures in the low 40s. Tonight's low temperatures around 30. Currently at 12 o'clock on the Bobby J Show, it's Jerry B on your radio. We've got 35 degrees light rain under cloudy skies here in New York City. Dramatics, everybody, one of the all-time great souls this past year, 1972. It ranks at number 21 on the Big 100 Hits. It's called In the Rain. Siemens first began with sensational furniture savings at a one-day New Year's Day furniture sale. Open Sunday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. Lady Sings the Blues is a smashing movie, and Diana Ross gives a ripping, gripping performance, raves Gene Shalit of NBC TV. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Train. The Ramrod. 20 of the big 100 hits of 1972 at 12.05 on the Bobby J Show with Jerry B. Everybody flip head of a twin spin on the Super 16 Soul Music Machine. Can't you give me some more? Jim Brown is like God. He has everything the man wants and more. Gun takes a lot before he gets hot. But Whitey keeps on pushing till gun goes off. is now playing at a theater near you. People talk. New York listens on WWRL 1600 in New York. Veterans, if you're studying under the GI Bill and you're having trouble with the course, consider a tutor before you decide to drop the course. The New York State Division of Veterans Affairs reminds you the VA tutorial program allows up to $50 monthly to help pay for your tutor. Mrs. Jones, number 18 and 17, respectively, on the big 100 hits of 1972 on WWRL. 12:22 on the Bobby J Show. This is Jerry B, the man behind the mic playing the hits that you like from now until two o'clock this afternoon. As we get into it, the top 16 hits of 1972, right here on WWRL. 1600 in New York. My man is a sweet man. My man is a sweet man is done for you by Millie Jackson. Number 16 of the big 100 hits of 1972 on WWRL. And now with community news, here's the WWRL Social World. Send your community news two weeks ahead, please, to Social World. WWRL Woodside, New York. Social World is another public access presentation. Mm -hmm. News we call Sounder. 
black revolution in filmmaking. Sounds is now at a flagship theater near you. And now, here's more music on the Jimmy B Show.
skies for New York and vicinity, it'll be mostly cloudy the remainder of this afternoon and tonight with occasional periods of rain. This afternoon's high temperatures in the low 40s, tonight's lows around 30. Currently in the Big Apple at 104 with Jerry B on your radio, it's 36 degrees. Number six in the Big 100 Soul Music Survey of the Super 16 Soul Music Machine from Miss Betty Wright, the clean-up woman. Washington, September 27, 1963. Be a witness to award-winning news on WWRL Radio 1600 in New York. And now, he's more music. Former number wonderful on the Soul Music Machine of the Super 16 from the band out of sight OJs. It's called Backstabbers. What they do? The heaviest disco in town celebrates New Year's with a big night of dancing. Sounder is now playing at a flagship theater near you. Hot fun in the summertime with soul scorchers from the Caribbean, where summer is 12 months a year. Pick up on it right here. Saturday from 6 until 9 with your man JB from JA on the Big 16. You are everything. Four on the Big 100 hits of all... 1972. Service Day. Diana Ross is Billy Holiday. Staple Singers, everybody, number three from the Big 100 Hit Survey of 1972 on WWRL. I'll take you there. It's 120 with Bobby J. Jerry B. for Bobby J, I should say. 36 degrees under cloudy skies on the outside. In the news at this hour, the bombings are off again in Vietnam. The peace talks are on again. We'll have full details of this and other stories on WWRL News at 140. Jerry White reporting right here on the Super 16. The second most popular tune for 1972 from WWRL. Luther Ingram, if loving you is wrong. Men, in case you haven't noticed, it's 125 on the Bobby J Show with Jerry B. Well, there you go. Radio station WWRL AM in New York City with Jerry B counting down the top 100 hits of 1972. And the air check was recorded on December 30th, 1972. And I want to thank Terrence Sadler for providing me with this air check because soul radio station air checks are rather hard to find. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things radio live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Wow. They were very professional. Oh, they were great. Yeah. Ernie, I, what do you think I, of the I radio like, station? I, I liked it a lot. I noticed that there were a couple of times where they they would use slogans for the station that they didn't use any other time. Like, he just kind of came up with something off the yeah. head. And also, <laughs> I'm so picky about these things. At one point, he said, the top 100 hits of all... He was going to say of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you notice, notice some of the splice jingles as well, Jeff Bernie? Or maybe you couldn't tell. I don't know. I'm just saying again. The, spli- the splice jingles that they use for different packages they, oh, they yeah. popped together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they he did have those finish. CFL jingles, though. They did have those. Like, I, yeah. I can tell you that. 
He didn't finish his uh, PSA that he was reading with me and Mrs. Jones, which has one of the longest intros. I don't know where, where he was or what he did, but that's a big, long yeah, intro. Walked, you can easily get that done. That I, sure. I'm not really sure I got it. This is the way I got it. The only thing I did was scope out the uh, the, the beginning in the, to the end of the song. I mean, it was, I had the complete yeah, song. Yeah, no, but I mean, he was, he was, Billy Paul was starting to sing. He was still finishing his PSA, so he had plenty of time to do it. He just didn't get it done. You know, but, when you're when you're Barry, I have a question. I have a question. I was keeping track, and I just wanted to, Gary and I have talked about this before. I've kept track of the stuff that I had heard now. Obviously, the top 10 we pretty much had. We had a little over half of them that I recognized that I heard on our stations here, our regular rock station. What percentage, just roughly, because I know we didn't talk about this before, so you weren't sitting there figuring it out. What would you say you heard in, in you know with your stations? Almost all of them? Almost all of them, yeah, because there was a lot of Al Green in there and the spinners and yeah. staple singers. So, you know, I would say eight or or nine of them, probably. But like Linda Jones, that, that answer song to me is Mrs. Jones. That oh, Linda, yeah. that was not a big hit in, on the on the stations that were not playing soul music. And no, it wasn't. Even though J- James Brown Goodfoot was was played, it was not a big hit played. Let's say on WABC or WMCA. I mean, it was just it was there, but, but it wasn't played heavily. Now, now a lot of your your seventies classic hit stations will play those songs. That's why I'm from. I was born in seventy two. I'm familiar. You know, I'm a lot more familiar with almost every song under me and Mrs. Jones and Al Green and all that because you hear them played a lot more. Although as a kid, I listened to a lot of the soul stations even more than I did the top forty stations. I mean, we had a we had a station San Antonio KAPE. They were a daytimer, but they were strong. I mean, they were a good soul. Yeah, but, you, know, you, you also Antonio, have to understand that in nineteen seventy two, there was no real uh, big FM station doing uh, soul music or urban no, contemporary no. music. We had WLIB FM was. Uh, just getting out of that, going into the black experience and sound, but they were a jazz station, and you had nothing else on the dial. WNJR in Newark, New Jersey, played soul music, but they didn't have a signal that would really get into New York City. Well, we had, WMCA we had, was uh, had gone talking 71. This was 72, yeah. and they played a lot of soul music that you wouldn't hear on WABC, for example. So really, it was, uh, it was kind of interesting to see how they did it. Um, and, and they were very, very big back then. They were owned and operated by Egmont Sonderling. We had uh, Soul 73 KKDA, which was a daytimer and later got 24 and later bought an FM and was they were a powerhouse for those two stations. And then we had Cano K, which had an FM on 107.5, which was pretty weak, although I got it pretty well. So, you know, they uh, they played, uh, you know, like some people like George Duke and Parliament Funkadelic at night, especially on Cano K. And they had some jazz and in the 60s, they had a show on there called Night Call. Um, oh, I remember that song. That, that came out of New York City. Yeah, it was on WLIB, I think. Cause, right, uh, it was hosted by uh, Del Shields. Del Shields, yeah. yeah. So they had that on Can OK. But, so we had, uh, I don't know, I think they built that station in the 60s because 970 was their AM and it was a daytimer. So we had Soul on FM pretty early, although their equipment now, wasn't very good and all that. They were magnificent mono, but hey, you can hear them. One good. of the things about, about WWRL back, and I got to go back to 1963, because before they were owned and operated by Sonderling, they were, I call them multi-formatted. Let me explain. They had gospel music from six in the morning till noon with Fred, but with uh, Doc Wheeler and Fred Barr. And they had a woman's talk show with Alma John, your WWRL's first lady, she used to say. And then at one o'clock, they had another talk show with Leon Lewis. Or before that, they had the magnificent Montague from one to three. They had music from three until I've heard about six, him. three until six or seven. And they had some public service. They had some public service programming. They had some public service programming that was that was on the air. And then at night they 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 had jazz. Um, and then in, during the weekends they had Spanish, German, 
and all kinds of foreign language programming because all that stuff was brokered. So where was Sinfin? He said he was on the New York. He was on WEVD. He was on at the time of this air check. He was working at WEVD AM and FM in New York. But before that, he was working at WADO twelve eighty on the dial. Um, okay, and he was on after uh, after the, after Fred uh, um, Alan Fredericks did a show called the Night Train Show, and he was on after that show. He did the. It was he, on all he came time. from Boston. He had been on here when I was uh, about seven or eight. I remember him on WBMS. The, that's what it was called before it was WILD. Right, he was on WBMS, but he was also on in New York before that as well. He'd been around for a long time. After leaving New York, he went to WBUS in Miami, Florida. When he retired, that's where he that's where he settled in Florida, and he worked at the yeah. old jazz station. The Magic so, Bus, they called it, yeah. The okay. Magic Bus, that's right. I remember, I remember uh, it was all the way up into the mid-'80s, and even, well, our station in San Antonio up until they went off in 98 KSJL, but I remember all the soul stations, like I said, every Sunday morning, they all ran a gospel show. Most of them <laughs> ran a jazz show on Sunday night, and then, of course, the mid-'70s, right. that's when they all started. Part of the quiet storm format. Now, when when K one hundred four came in in seventy five, which was uh, KKDA FM, they had a, a uh, after nine on Sunday, they were back to format. That's true. Go uh, ahead, Pam. You raised your hand. Go ahead, Pam. Uh, if you can unmute yourself, please. Uh, out there in California, um, I'm not sure how you're connecting. So there's a mute button near the bottom of your screen on your phone. Yep, 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 yep. I'm here. There she is. Just took me a second on is. the phone. I was just curious. Uh, was this, he was talking, I, I just came into the house in the middle of it. Was he talking about Bobby J, who used to work, who eventually worked for CBS FM? Yes, he did. And Bobby, there's a little background by Bobby J. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Not only was he a radio announcer, but he was in uh, one of the doo-wop, props, doo-wop groups uh, playing music in the 50s. And he was with that group in Albany, New York, when they did a rock and roll revival thing a few years ago. Um, they were what, all what group was that? I, I think they were called the Aladdins or something of that nature. I don't okay. remember offhand. But At he one was with, point, he was with Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers too. Oh, really? And he had a he had oh, a bass. Okay. He, he was a bass singer. He was very, very, very good. And uh, I talked to him yeah. once on the phone because he was working at CBS FM and he worked at WWRL, WNJR. He worked in Memphis, Tennessee. Very, very, very nice guy. I will tell you that uh, that that he was one of the nicest yeah, guys was. I talked to. He was, and his wife Cynthia. They were Jeffers was their last name. That's right. And every now and then she would come come on the air. And uh, oh yeah, we 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 enjoyed my friend Mike and I enjoyed uh, Bobby J on CBS. But yeah, that was my question. I thought that he was talking about Bobby J. He was. Um, well, he was so Jerry- cool. He got the weekend <laughs> off on New Year's. So that's, that's right. Jerry- <laughs> and, 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 and by the way, Jerry B. His real name was Jerry Bledsoe. He worked at W. WRL. Then he left and went to WBLS for a while, and then he moved to uh, Detroit, Michigan, and worked at WJLB. He passed away a number of years ago of a heart attack, but he was a very good radio announcer. He came from WWRL. Before that RL, he worked in Buffalo, New York, at radio station WUFO AM. So uh, the same place that Gary Bird worked, and the same place that Frankie Crocker worked. They all worked at WUFO AM in Buffalo, New York. And I do remember uh, the uh, about the. Uh, all the varying uh, ethnic programming of WEVD. There he comes from uh, oh, Danny yeah. Style to the Jewish home. Oh, that's yeah. Right. That's Danny funny Style. because when you mention that, the, the, the station that speaks your language, and yes, yes. And, and yet they had uh, Symphony Sid doing jazz at night and Latin mm-hmm. at night, and then he retired and uh, was a radio station that uh, doesn't exist anymore. And maybe if we travel out in the space, we can go light years away and hear what it all sounded like over again. Thank you, yeah, Pam. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Pam. All right, Bill, how about if we uh, 
I don't know. We got another radio station for Phoenix, Arizona that does voice tracking, uh, but I thought it was pretty good compared to what I hear a lot of times. So we cool do that in Phoenix. About when you when you said that, I thought, hey, I put a lot of personality into my voice tracking. There you go. I know you do, Bernie. I'm <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to offend you, my friend. No, you didn't. You kind of you kind of make Throw him another like beer. If your voice tracks, you you can't have much personality. And well, a lot, a lot of radio announcers don't. That's the problem. You know, you said it once, Bernie. You said if you're going to be voice tracking, there is a technique to doing it to make it sound right. A lot of them don't. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Uh, he's no, got I, it I didn't take offense, but I, I think that is that is the myth that people have about voice tracked radio that it can't be fun, it can't be personality, and it can be. Yeah, it probably takes special time. It's probably like the Drake format. Some guys could do it. Some guys couldn't do it. You know, That's right. get the personality what, what, what surprised me is that Odyssey let their radio announcers do that personality. So, uh, and that's that's Phoenix, Arizona. So. Cool. I mean, is there any you know, cool? Cool is it? What an intro, Bernie. That's why they say yeah, there. there you go. Cool. Yeah. Is there anybody <laughs> doing broadcasting live on B105? Does anybody n- not voice track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the morning guys, the morning guys, live pretty much most of the morning, and uh, the afternoon guy is supposed to be live all the time, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got he it. He just sneaks right in there, voice track. The big yeah, thing that, the big thing that gives it away. I'm oh, sorry, Sean. The big thing that gives it away is, is the weather. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And don't don't do the weather. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. especially if it's raining and you said you didn't yes. know it. You say it's a beautiful sunny day. You got to be real careful with yeah, your voice. Got to be track. real yeah, careful. Well, you, you know what? You really do, and that's that's a problem sometimes. Yeah. That's very true. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up or play your feature, of course, Jeff. And some of us will be back next week for yep, we will. All Things Radio Unplugged. Christmas party. So who knows yeah. what's going to happen. But it will be it's unplugged. Right. And we'll have our adult beverages or whatever you choose. Um, yep. We'll be there. want to thank everybody for coming in and listening. Oh. I guess we impressed him. And the Pacers <laughs> are up by one. Oh, go Pacers. Well, Number 13 in the East. They're making that, their move. If, Bernie, don't oh, worry. Yeah. If, I, if they win, I'll, say, I'll, I'll hear about it on Facebook, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a little sparse. Yeah. The Bulls just good. need to start playing again. Yeah, that would yeah. be yeah. good. That's, that would help them a little bit. Or, or just having what? three uh, quarters. Right. Oh, let's get to the check, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go on, guys. All right, Jeff. All right. All I got to get another <laughs> cup of coffee in me, you know? Cup of coffee. Gin and tonics calling your name. And all that coffee roll. Uh, it could be an Irish coffee might be calling in that. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you got That's it. Good. All right. Have a great one, guys. We'll see some of you next week. Thank you. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Phoenix, Arizona, and we're going to listen to radio station KOOL-FM. The station transmits on a frequency of 94.5, and they play classic hits. What are they classic hits? Well, that's a matter of interpretation. This station plays classic hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and although the station is voice-tracked, I was really surprised that the radio announcer on this radio station puts lots of content into her show. The station is owned and operated by Odyssey. So without further ado, wanted to back and enjoy radio station KOOL-FM. FM from Phoenix, Arizona, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. We are so close to the end of 2021 and, of course, the beginning of a brand new year, which means everyone's going to have the resolution to hit the gym and lose some pounds. I know I will. So if you actually want to stick to a workout, scientists may have figured out the perfect formula for that. Plan your 
workouts in advance, set reminders for everyone, reward yourself for every single one, and then the most important part, if you miss a day, give yourself an extra reward for not missing two in a row. Things to keep in mind for 2022. Turn it up. I love you guys. The legendary 94.5 Cool FM. Always great music. That is the true goal. To fade away. When you're on a flight, you just want to fall asleep and wake up at your destination. 94.5 Cool FM, it's D. And according to a flight attendant, these are a couple of tips on how you can fall asleep on a plane. I'm pretty good at it, and I've done some of these. So I recommend for sure bringing an eye mask. I love my eye mask. I take it with me no matter where I go. Noise-canceling headphones, earplugs, and even lavender essential oils. I guess the oils tell your body it's time to fall asleep. Wear comfortable clothes. I've seen you at the airport, ladies, in heels. Why do you do it? Who are we trying to impress here? No, thank you. If you are too cold, you can request a blanket. And believe it or not, you can actually ask a flight attendant to turn the heat up or down according to how you're feeling. If you've got kids with you, have them wear pajamas. And you can also take away their screens so that they're not distracted. Either way, of course, a lot of people traveling for the holidays. So good luck. And I hope you get a couple hours of sleep there. Let's check in on Valley Weather. From the Learner and Row Injury Attorneys Weather Center, we've got a mixture of clouds and sun today with highs near 64. Mostly clear this evening, bundle up. Overnight lows near 43. Sunnier and warmer for your weekend. Saturday's highs in the mid-60s, closer to 70 on Sunday. Your favorite cool songs anytime, anywhere. Download the Odyssey app today. They always play my favorite artists. All the time. 94.5 Cool FM. You know how there are some people who consider themselves a, quote, clean freak? <laughs> That's not me. 94.5 Cool FM, it's Dean. If that is you, can you teach me your way so that I can actually love cleaning? I do love cooking, though. So it turns out, over the holidays, 7 out of 10 millennials enjoy cooking and cleaning. I actually love cooking for my family, bring on the recipes, big meals, huge quantities. That makes me happy. But having people over also means scrambling around and mopping and sweeping. And that part, too stressful for me. We're broadcasting live from a historical building downtown. Even the ghosts like us. 94.5 Cool FM. this list first of all i think movie studios have a ton of money second why are they getting so expensive i have in front of me the most expensive movie in each decade and things have hiked up in value back in the 1920s the most expensive movie was just 3.67 million dollars fast forward to 1980 we have rambo 3 63 million dollars in the 90s it was titanic 
the jump up there, 200 million what? And then in the 2000s, it was Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, $300 million for that movie. In the 2010s, Pirates of the Caribbean, again, on Stranger Tides, $378 million. So what's next? $500 million? Why are they so expensive? It's 94.5. Phony baloney on the Nico Show. Uh, we're we're in land landscaping. Yeah, but we landscape. Yeah, absolutely. And he's the man that needs some landscaping. No, that's I why they I call don't. it manscaping. I don't. Should I be explaining this to you, or you should you be explaining this to me? What's going on here? Phony baloney. Weekday mornings at seven twenty and nine twenty on the Nico Show. Rocks. assume that uh, real estate in the area is going to get pretty pricey. So when Metro Center closed down, everyone decided to say goodbye by actually cruising around it. It was such an important piece of Phoenix history. People grew up going to that mall and now it's closed. So what are they doing with all of this land? And I'm talking about 70 acres. Well, it turns out developers have a plan to buy the area for $750 million and transform it and by the way, the Dillard's, Harkins, and Walmart will stay, but it's going to be a huge walkable village with tall apartments and ground level shops and stores, street parking. I mean, I'm talking about an amphitheater, water features like splash pads. It looks beautiful. The string, like bistro lighting. It's going to be this like indoor, outdoor thing similar to Desert Ridge. Something tells me that this is going to become the new it spot. So perhaps real estate right around there is going to hike up too. 94.5 Cool FM wants you to see it, feel it, live it aboard Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Will you join the resistance, strike deals with the smugglers, or defend the First Order? You choose your path in this all-immersive two-night adventure at Walt Disney World Resort. Go to coolradio.com and enter for your chance to be among the first to experience it. And may the force be with you. 94.5 Cool FM. Your favorite cool songs anytime, anywhere. Download the Odyssey app today. 94.5 Cool FM. for all my Star Wars lovers. You gotta go online to coolradio.com so you can be one of the first to experience Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World. It's a two-night full immersive experience for you and your family, and you could win it. Go online. Enter to win right now. Coolradio.com. Good luck. Valley, the biggest songs from the biggest artists. You guys are the best. I love 94.5 Cool FM. It's my station. Fantastic. I'm blasting the music. 94.5 Cool FM. In our tradition, this is the 94.5 Cool FM Fulton Homes Noon Salute. Cool FM and Fulton Homes are proud to honor America every day at noon with the playing of our national anthem. We're excited to present Aaron Vogel, the director of bands at Mountain Ridge High School, with $1,000 for the music program. You can nominate a worthy music teacher by going to the contest tab on coolradio.com. Live from the Valley Honda Dealers Studio. 
K-O-O-L-F-M HD1 Phoenix. This makes me feel good. My favorite station. Oh, yeah. Can't get enough of the classics. 94.5 Cool FM. On Odyssey Station. Kiss. Have you seen that video that don't do it? I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. I'm not going to do it. Oops. I did it. That's me when it comes to blowing my budget during Christmas. If that's you too, I have a few tips coming up next. Just as I thought it was going all right. I love Cool FM. We have you guys on every day. 94.5 Cool FM. plan of action every single holiday season is go to the store last minute with no particular plan, list, or budget. I go around, I'm like, this would be great, this would be great, this would be great. Later, I start to think about, wait, who is that for? So, I don't really do things the right way. Thankfully, this bank has a couple of tips for us on how to not overspend during the holiday season. You make a list of everyone you need to buy for instead of just purchasing impulsively when you see a deal on something. So, also, think about items in terms of hours worked. If you get paid at, let's say, $20 an hour, how much of your work day is this gift costing you? Turn off things and make it super easy to buy quickly, like one-click ordering. Make sure you wait a day before you buy something so you can really think about it and unsubscribe from those tempting email newsletters. Oh my gosh, why are there so many deals this time of year? It's so hard to say no, so thank you to the bank, because I know I needed these tips. Let's check in on Valley Weather. From the Learner and Row Injury Attorneys Weather Center, we've got a mixture of clouds and sun today with highs near 64. Mostly clear this evening, bundle up. Overnight lows near 43. Sunnier and warmer for your weekend. Saturday's highs in the mid-60s, closer to 70 on Sunday. That's your Phoenix forecast. I'm Kelly Danik. 94.5 Cool FM welcomes one of the biggest shows to hit the Valley in 2022. With special guest Toto. Journey and Toto, Saturday, April 9th, 2022, at the Gila River Arena. Listen to Charlie Weddo this week to win tickets to the show. Journey. Toto and you with 94.5 Cool FM. Well, there you go. You just listened to radio station KOOL FM from Phoenix, Arizona, and their radio announcer D. Although the station is voice tracked, I was really surprised at how much content she put into the show. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J E F F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And at option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the 